0: Today, we are going to be interviewing Jethro Jones, a published author. He writes books about education. Let's interview him now. Welcome, Jethro. How do you like writing?
1: I like writing. Writing can sometimes be difficult to do and challenging, but it's really cool when you finish writing something and something meaningful comes out of it.
0: So what inspired you to write?
1: Uh, You know, kind of like you, Eloise, I've always wanted to be a writer, and that started at a very young age, and mm-hmm. it took me a long time to finally do it, and I wrote my first published book in 2013. It was called Paperless Principle. The idea was I just wanted to see if I could do it, so I set a goal, and I wrote the book in one month and got it published in the Apple iBook store. And that was pretty cool to be able to get that done that fast.
0: Nice. So, seems like you've been wanting to write for a long time.
1: Mm-hmm.
0: You inspired me to write.
1: Oh, thank you, Elise. I appreciate that.
0: You're probably the reason why I wanted to write some books.
1: Tell me about that. What do you mean by that? How was I the inspiration?
0: You're just so awesome. Homer <laughs> <laughs> <laughs>
1: So what was it about me writing a book that made you want to write a book too?
0: I don't know. I just did, I guess. I just wanted to write.
1: Okay. That's
0: cool. What was the hardest part of writing a book? Like if you have five steps, what's the hardest?
1: When are you going to share those five steps?
0: I guess I could share them.
1: Okay. Why well, don't you share them right now? Okay.
0: So the first step is to plank which I call ready and strong. It's like you're going on a hike and you're all supplied up and you're ready and strong. Do you have anything to add to the planning?
1: I think that's a pretty good way to put it that you, when you're planned well, then you're actually stronger and more capable of accomplishing what you're trying to do. So that's par- that's a pretty smart way to start that process.
0: You want to share what you do when you plan?
1: Uh, for me, it really comes down to Outlining and getting an idea in my head. When you write a nonfiction book, you typically have to submit a proposal that has your chapters and an introduction, basically, that gives the gist of what it is that you're writing. When you're writing a fiction book, it's a little bit different because you create a storyline and what you want to have happen. You create your characters, the scenes that they're going to be in, the locations, things like that. But when those things are set up, then the rest of it can come pretty easily. So for my last book, Transformative Principle, I made a comp that was a culmination of hundreds of interviews that I've done for my podcast. And it I basically had to go through all those interview transcripts, which when I transcribed all of those came out to be over a million words. Oh. Which oh. is like twenty books.
0: Oh, that's uh,
1: that's a lot, huh? <laughs> So I took all those transcripts and I looked for the important messages, the important themes, and I used that to help me understand what I should write about and what the goal should be of the book.
0: For me, planning doesn't really come easy because usually I just start writing and it just comes to me while I go. So I'm not a very good planner.
1: Yeah. Well, why do you think you're not a very good planner?
0: Probably because I don't try. And then when I do try, I'm just like, what do I do? I don't know how it's going to go because once I start, I'm like, oh, this should happen, And then.
1: Yeah. So the way that you write is basically you have an idea and then that idea inspires another idea, which inspires another idea. Dominoes. Like Dominoes. Okay, cool. Okay, what's stage two?
0: The second step is the rough draft. I call it the Rocky Road.
1: The Rocky Road. Why do you call it the Rocky Road?
0: Where is the rough draft is done. It's not it's there's gonna be some mistakes. And it's also you just it's derocchioed that you start out of
1: Okay. I have found that the rough draft is really hard for me to go back and edit and it's taken me a long time to be able to delete all the things that I put into that rough draft. So sometimes you get too attached to your writing and you don't want to um have it, like, disappear because you put so much time and energy into it. But you have to be okay with that, and you have to be okay with deleting the things that aren't very good.
0: Yeah. I kind of go into our third step, edit and revising. I call it the fill-up.
1: The fill-up? Yes. Like, like the, you fill up. Oh, fill up. Not no. like <laughs> Prince Philip or King Philip. Yeah. Okay. All right. So tell me more about that.
0: I don't really know why I call it the fill-up. I just thought... Of that name it's like the middle step so like you're halfway through and you just
1: okay cool yeah so revising and editing that really helps to have a second pair of eyes look at what you're doing like a a friend or a teacher or somebody who could read it and say here's what's good here's what doesn't make sense
0: okay the fourth step your final draft for some reason i call it four fifths of a mile
1: for a fifth of a mile. <laughs> I think uh, I really like that name because you're not quite done yet. You know, you feel like you're almost there, but there's still a lot of work to go. You're not all the way finished.
0: Mm-hmm. So, then the fifth day, publishing The Mountain, because a lot of famous authors, they, that's the part they struggled with, like J.K. Rowling. She got her book rejected like 12 times, and look at it now. They're famous. She, her books are like, they made all of them into movies. So,
1: I mean, that's one measure of success, right? She sold millions of copies. Also, my first book got rejected from several publishers. Did you know that? Yeah. No. Oh, yeah. So it did. I submitted it to one publisher and they said, no, this isn't what we're looking for. Another one said, eh, I'm not interested. And then like four more just never responded to me at all and never said anything about it. And then it finally got accepted by a publisher. And then do you know what happened?
0: You sold lots of copies.
1: No. It they didn't sell. they never answered my phone calls or my emails. Who was it? A, a publisher. I'm not gonna badmouth them here on the podcast. It's funny probably... But here's what happened. I
0: Did you send it to a different persons?
1: Eventually. But once I signed the agreement with them, then I had a contract with them and I needed to uphold that contract. I needed them to let me out of the contract before I could go with somebody else. So What I ended up doing is I called their number and then I put in when it said, you may enter your extension at this time. When they said that on the voice recording, then I would just put in a random number until I got to somebody. So that day, I probably spent at least an hour going through different people to try to contact somebody, anybody at the publishing company. And finally, I got to some guy who was sitting at his home office in uh, like Omaha, Nebraska or something. And I said, I'm trying to reach anybody in your company who can help me. I've got a contract with you, but I don't have any communication with anybody. So who do I talk to? And he's like, well, I can't give out their number. And I was like, come on, man, help me out. And so he finally gave said he'd give them my email address, but he didn't even work in the same part of the company. So he had no idea who it was that I should be talking to. And so finally they let me out of my contract and I went with somebody else and got that book published.
0: So is that, so publisher, do you have, you been using it for all your books, the one that you have now?
1: Yes, I've been using John Cap, my publisher, for both of the physical books that I've written.
0: Okay, so what was the hardest step that I went over for you?
1: Okay, so there are two different ones. Number one, the hardest step for my nonfiction books is the the rough draft or the rocky road, as you call it. I really struggle with that. It's difficult to write the first draft and it's difficult to get all the right thoughts out. I have a lot of thoughts and I have a lot of things that I want to say, but it's not always easy to get them out into the right place. For my fiction book, which I have not published, the hardest part is the four-fifths of a mile. Because I'm almost done with it, and I just need to finish it. But it's been sitting on my bookshelf for all typed and printed out. It's been sitting there for two years now, and I still haven't done anything with it.
0: I'm Sure, it'll be a good book. You just got to get it published.
1: I know, right? But that part is hard for me at this point. There are things I need to go back and fix and make it the final draft, and I just don't have the headspace to do that yet. Some, I'm struggling.
0: Sometimes with publishing too, like what I forgot to say after you told your story, but thing is with publishing, some the person who you, the publisher might not be interested in it. So it, just, it might sometimes be like what they think is interesting, not like what other people think is interesting.
1: Yeah, that's a good point. The publisher does not speak for everyone, but they do make decisions about whether or not they think your book is good.
0: Because maybe they didn't think jk Ryan's books really like they didn't like wizards and stuff like that mm-hmm. but then a lot of other people do yeah so
1: that's true so one of the things that i've noticed is that different tastes and some people like things that other people don't and it's really important for you to find someone who likes what you like so they'll be an advocate for your book as well when mm-hmm. it comes to publishing so the first book i wrote paperless principle i published myself the second book I published that one's called School X. I published that one with John Cat, and the third one I published with John Cat and what I learned is that John Cat is pretty well aligned with what I believe about schools, and so it's a good partnership there.
0: Are you working on another book right now?
1: I'm debating it actually, so I have a I've started talks with a different publisher actually who wanted me to write a book about trauma with them, and I've started a podcast to start doing research because I like to share my research as I'm going along and yet I'm feeling some hesitation on writing that book I feel like maybe I'm not quite ready to do it yet and as I'm doing this podcast called resilient schools I'm learning different things than what I thought it was going to be about so I may need to adjust how that comes out
0: I have one more question for you do you have any tips for people who want to be authors
1: Yes, I think the most important tip, and this goes to you also, Eloise, is you need to get your stuff out there, get other people to read it and see it and experience it. And when you do that, then you have the opportunity for feedback and to hear what people think about what you're creating. So this podcast is a good example of you doing something that is a really good thing. Always easy, but you got to get your stuff out there. And, you know, like you've done several times, you've printed out your books and shared them with your teachers and friends and given them to mom and dad for gifts and stuff. That is a great thing to do. So you got to keep doing that.
0: You also inspired me to do this
1: podcast. Oh, well, I'm quite inspirational these days, aren't I? Uh
0: (laughs) Uh-huh. If they wrote a who was book about me or who is, they would pop it would be really clear that you were in
1: Cool. Thanks, Elvis. Appreciate that.
0: Uh-huh. So, is there anything else you'd like to say?
1: I'm proud of you for doing things that you are interested in, like your writing and doing this podcast, because I think you've got a lot of potential to be a very creative person, and getting things out there is definitely a good way to do that.
0: Okay. Thanks for... Doing this with me, Jethro. <laughs> You're
1: welcome.
0: Okay. <laughs> bye bye. Bye.